Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's right. Well, there's not many, if any, like Sean Kenny. As you know, he's experienced the highs of the NRL when in a premiership with the Sydney City Roosters. Of course, of Four Nations with the Kiwis. And this weekend, at the ripe old age of 21, heads into the Challenge Cup for Hull Kingston Rovers as their skipper. Sean Kenny Dow, how are you, brother? Kia ora, boys. How's it going, boys? <laughs> yeah, yeah, good, mate. Mate, must be <laughs> must be excited. Big week for you. How KR? They haven't, uh, if I'm right, they haven't won the Challenge Cup since 1980. Been there a few times, but um, this week up against the Lee Centurions. How's your week going? Nah, it's been awesome, bro. It's um, yeah, it's been good to get into training and you know start the preparation. And the boys are on a bit of a buzz at the moment and enjoying the week. But um, you know, we're trying to knuckle down on the preparation and. Staying focused, which is a massive occasion for um, you know everyone involved, and like you touched on, it's um, it's been a long time coming for the club. You know, hopefully we can take the next step and you know bring the cup home to East Hull, which is the plan. SKD still thriving there on the big stage, mate. I've been watching you for a wee while now and uh, following your career throughout the Roosters, your time in the NRL, you did such a fantastic thing. Now you're still going over there, longevity in the game. What is the magic potion, my friend? Oh, hey, they're silly enough to keep paying me, bro, so I'll keep taking it. Hey, <laughs> silly not to, so, uh... <laughs> nah, I think um, oh, as you get older, bro, you learn how to look after and manage your body a bit better than when I was 21. So, you know, I've got my routines and I try to do the right thing. And, mm. you know, not long to go, though, only a few months, and, um, you know, I'll be hanging up the boots for good. So, you know, just enjoying the moment, bro, and, um, you know, really excited for for this massive opportunity ahead. Yeah, well, it was an awesome uh, awesome win for you guys getting through the semi-final. You've been there before, uh, but you're up against the the, uh, the Lee Centurions, isn't it, this weekend? And they haven't been there since 1971, mate. Adrian Lamb takes his son there at halfback. Um, where's the strengths in that side, mate? What do you got to do to beat them? Oh, mate, they play a really um, attacking style of um, footy. So, you know, it's all coming through. John Asiata, he's a, a ball-playing lock. And then, you know, obviously Lachlan Lamb, they, they you know, they're great. They play an expansive style and, you know, move the ball a lot. So it, it really tests your edge defence. And, mate, they've been pretty consistent. And if, no one gave us a chance this year. Both teams were, I think, favourites for the relegation. So, um, you know, there's a bit of a buzz going around because there's two teams that, you know, obviously haven't won it for a long time. And, you know, all the major clubs and the Wiggins and Leeds and St. Helens are... You know, I'm not in the final, so I think it's awesome for the game over here. And, you know, it's generated a lot of interest. And, um, you know, history's there to be written for one of the teams on Saturday. You know, hoping we're on the 
on the right end of the scorecard. Yeah, it's a fairy tale, mate, going down there to Peck Stadium at Wembley Stadium. Um, what about John Asiata, mate? There's been a lot of talk about his tackle technique. I see that uh, Wellens came out, the St. Helens coach, and really blew up publicly on a, on social media about it. What do you make of that um, that stuff that's going on? And has your team talked about it? No, we haven't really talked about it, eh? You know, I saw Johnny today, and it's, it's, it's probably taken a toll on him over the last few weeks, but... um. You know, I, I'm glad I don't have to make those decisions, bro. When we just roll on, you know, we to be the best, you got to beat the best. And I'm glad Johnny's out there playing because he's, um, you know, he's an integral part of what they do. So we'll just crack on. So you're in the Challenge Cup final, and it's it's an awesome opportunity. But you got the Super League going at the same time. You had a, a difficult game against Wigan over the weekend. Is is the main focus been on this week? You would have obviously rested a couple of players knowing that the, the opportunity on offer is this big opportunity? Yeah, well, I think that was the game plan, you know, from, from all the mm. staff. They wanted to, um, you know, minimise all the risk and a few of the boys are carrying a few niggling injuries and, you know, with the club not being there over a long period of time, they wanted to you know, if you get a head knock, you're out for 11 days, so they just didn't mm. want to take any risks. And, you know, going into the, um, you know, final, mm. obviously we know Lee's only got a squad of 20, so they were unable to rest. So, you know, we're hoping that gives us a bit of an advantage going in. Fresh to the weekend, you know, really attack, attack the game on Saturday. Yeah, that's right, isn't it? SK, you've got, you got the... You've got the uh, twelve day. I think it's twelve day stand down for HIA over, over there in the UK, and uh, Leeds. Yeah. They've had no choice up against Leeds. They had to put their uh, best foot forward, and they've gone out and beaten Leeds. And you guys rested, put a second team out. Do you, do you feel fresh? Like how are the boys come back to training? Are they jumping out of their skins? Are they good good for the week yeah. off? Oh, it's been awesome, bro. Especially at the age of thirty five, every day counts when you get to this age, bro. So I've been, uh, you know, relishing in it this week, but um. No, there's a massive buzz, you know, coming to training on Monday. They just couldn't wait to crack on and, you know, attack the week. We've had a really good day of preparation today. And, um, yeah, we're just buzzing to get out there on Saturday. Sure, those games are always, you know, full of intensity, but might be a little bit more on the line because you've got a bit of previous against Lee this season, don't you, from earlier in the season? You're expecting a warm welcome? Oh, yeah, definitely. There's, mate, they're passionate fans <laughs> and, um, mate, there's no better place in, in rugby league. It's the spiritual home of rugby league over here with the Challenge Cup, and it's going to be a massive crowd. And um, you know they've beaten us two times this year, so we've we've had plenty of lessons. And you know form goes out the window when you're you're competing for trophies. And you know, like I said, we just you know want to put our best foot forward and put in an 80 minute performance on Saturday. Yeah, both both the sides are sitting up at the right end of the table, though, um, Shawnee. Like the um, the the. Robins, the the town of Hull, you know, you've got your two teams up there. You've got Hull KR and, of course, Hull, um, which, who, who both teams have had a number of Kiwis there. I think it was uh, back in my day, uh, Broadhurst was playing there. Uh, Gordon Smith was a halfback back in them days. You've got Luluwai Akoi and, of course, Dana Hara um, for the Hull side. What's what's it like being for, this, being for the city, knowing that they're going back down, especially Hull KR going back down to, to, to Wembley for Challenge Cup? Oh, it's been awesome. They had a reunion... Um for, you know, all the Kiwi boys and all the Aussie boys that played over here in um, the 1985, you know, Challenge Cup, which they lost. But it was really good to spend some time with them and understand, you know, a bit of history of the club and, and you know, reconnect with those guys and hear the stories of, um, you know, what it was like back in the day playing for the Rovers. And, um, yeah, it was really good to embrace and welcome those boys into the club again. But, yeah, like it's a massive rugby league town and, 
Um, you know, I went and met all the Kiwi boys that played for FC, you know, James Luai and um, Gary Kimball and all those boys. So, mate, there's a bit of, um, you know, history here in the city of, of Kiwi and Aussie players coming over and, you know, doing a good job. And, you know, we're hoping we can write our names in the history as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sean, I've, I've been in touch with you over the last couple of weeks to get you on for the show, uh, and we've just been trying to make it work. And, and you've been you've been doing coaching courses, so you, it's been a couple of times we've had to revisit uh, the timing. You've been doing coaching courses, you're doing your coaching papers, mate, and uh, that's great to hear you're going to stay in the game. But who's been the biggest impact on your, as a player, from a coaching point of view, that you might take something out of into your role as a coach going forward? Oh, there's been, I think you, you learn something off every coach that you have, you know, throughout your career. But, you know, I've been lucky. I've had some really special ones. Um, you know, Willie's doing a great job this year, but probably the most influential was Trent Robinson at the Roosters, you know, just, you know, brought that, um, you know, professionalism and really challenged you to get the best out of yourself. And, um, yeah, just the culture in and around that place, you know, just breeds success. So, um, like I said, I've, I was lucky enough. I had Tony Smith over here. He's one of the best you know, Super League coaches ever. And, mate, like I said, I've just learned so much and, and try to be like a sponge and just take some something from all of them. Mate, what do you, what do you make so, of them? Just talk, talking, shifting away from the Challenge Cup and, and good luck on the weekend for that, um, Shorty. Hopefully, hopefully you can go down there and do Hulk Hale proud. But what do you make of the Roosters' season this year, mate? With a roster like they've had um, and not really performing, what, what, what do you, you think the future is for Trent Robinson? I think they're going through a transition period. You know, they lost a lot of um, experienced leaders and, you know, Jake Friend, Mitchell Orbison and Boyd Cordner. So they've got to, obviously, they've had a few injuries this year too. And, you know, obviously bringing on the next, you know, generation of, um, you know, young kids that, you know, they're probably going to be there, you know, for a long time. So I think, you know, with that comes, um, you know, a transition period and they're, and they're probably still learning their stripes and going through that period of, of transition. But, you know, by all accounts, it has been pretty disappointing and they won't be happy about it. And I think, you know, there probably will be some changes throughout the off-season. Mate, you're a quality centre. I want to ask you a question about Latrell Mitchell. There's been talks of him potentially moving to centre. Would that be better position for him to have more impact on the game? He played fullback on the weekend. I think he was, well, everyone's saying he was pretty poor. So um, what would you think if Latrell got an opportunity to play in the centres? Well, I think he does a job wherever he plays, but, you know, if he's in mm. playing number one, he's got his hands on the ball, and when he's on and looking after himself, he just needs to, you know, inject himself in the game a bit more because he, he comes up with magic moments that most of us can't do. You know, he's a very gifted and, mm. and talented kid, and, you know, I just persist. I think we've all seen what he can do there at the back, and, um, you know, they've invested in him long term, so I think, you know, number one's his position going forward for me. Hey mate, just before we let you go, like Wembley week is probably the biggest week on the rugby league calendar in the UK. Um, how have you started the week and enjoy it? Have you got your suit measured up? Have you got your rose for your, for your um, put on your chest? What, what What's your plans for the week, mate, for, for Hull Car? When do you head down? <laughs> oh, we're, um, yeah, no, we try to, you know, get all the logistics knocked out nice and early so everyone knows that it's clear so we can just, you know, prepare as best we can for the game, but you know, all the suits are measured up and we head down on Thursday and we, we get captain's run down there. So, um, you know, a couple of days away down in, in, in the big capital of London. So, you know, we're really looking forward to that. Get the job done. You get another week off? No, nah, well, we've got a short turnaround, bro. So, um, 
we were straight into it. We play on Friday, so <laughs> that's going to be an interesting turnaround if we get if we go there and do the job and get the win. Um, yeah, we'll have to see about that one. <laughs> yeah, what's it like, mate? Thirty-five still turning in those three days, or what? You back down and getting home eight o'clock, going to bed? <laughs> oh yeah, no, nah, that's it. Can't back it up like you can and back in the whole day, bro. So uh, we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> well, mate, thanks a lot for jo- for joining us this morning. Ian Kempe for breakfast. Awesome. Um, Sean, it's uh, always great to talk to you, brother. You've had a fantastic career. It'll be such a highlight if you can get the Challenge Cup out. I'll definitely be watching it like I do every year um, when you guys run out there. Enjoy the moment, man. She's a pretty special uh, special time. Go well, and I'll be rooting for whole KR. All right, cheers, boys. Awesome to speak to you guys, eh? I'll speak soon. There you go, is he Sean yeah. Kenny Dow, mate? He's uh, well, he's got he's got plenty of the trophies. Thirty five, mate, finds himself mm. at Wembley in his uh, in his penultimate year. They sell it out, Kimpy. Mate, sell it some, out? there's uh, well, there's there's talk that because it's Lee and uh, Hulk KR that they're not going to get the crowd down there. But mate, Hulk mm. KR, um, so the crowd is not about Hulk KR and lead at Wembley. Like it is the biggest mm. rugby league game every year. Uh, yeah. the Challenge Cup, and every club takes their – it's an annual event, so every club takes all of their – these people have been going there, mate, for 50 years. You know, they go and mm. sit in the same seats. So I'll get 80,000 there, uh, no doubt. Nice. Uh, for that game, and it's it's always a good game. It's always it's always been a game for the underdogs. So I mm. remember that 85 team. You know who was in that? It was Gavin Miller. Mm. Remember Gavin Miller? Played yep. for Cronulla, Cronulla Australia, played at the World Cup here in 1988 and tore us apart. There was Gary Prom played centre for the Kiwis, and, of course, the great John Dorohy. Um, and, and the thing about John Dory, you love this story, is he? He played fullback for North Sydney. They kicked the ball back in those days. You kick the ball, rolls over the try, try line. You go back, you, you um, drop it out from the 25. He went, <laughs> so they've kicked the ball down. I forgot who the game was again. And the ball trickled towards the dead ball line, and it didn't go over the dead ball line. And he lifted up his arms and looked at the ref. They were, had massive chases coming through. Everyone stopped. Then he picked the ball up and walked out of his in-goal line and got to the try line and then took off. <laughs> took off. <laughs> went, Foxed it. So you done with it. Went down, went down in history as one of the greatest plays, mate. Great, great, and a great, great man too. He coached Wigan actually, John Dorry in the end, and uh, had a couple of boys. One of them I coached at, uh, I coached at Wakefield. So it's a big weekend for Sean Kennedy. I, I, he's a, I tell you, he's a champion. And that story where him and his dad went over there as a 15-year-old to try and crack it in rugby league, he should, he should write a book. It's just, you know, thinking about uh, making dreams come true. Well, this one, if Sean gets it on the weekend, it's a it's a good cap to that dream. There was a great story I remember as well about him uh, when Brian Smith was coaching at the Roosters. And do you remember there was a game against, I think it was against the Rabbitohs, and he dropped the ball over the line and then, you know, to score a try, and it cost him the game. So Brian Smith, to, to basically t- teach him how important the ball was, he made him take a ball with him everywhere for a week. Like, to the end of the car, to the restaurant, to breakfast, into the shower. He just had to carry a ball everywhere he went. Oh, I love that story. I mean, that, 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 just stuff like that, eh? Dif- different ways of thinking and get, get, getting your point home as a coach is fantastic. You've just stopped SKD's team, Mark, size 12 for the Rabbitohs, has come through and said... Kempi, have you just done it? But what is the Challenge Cup, Kempi? Is that like the FA Cup exactly, exactly. in terms of league? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's basically the FA Cup in, in rugby league Every over club. there. Yeah. And and there's history for that Challenge Cup um, that goes mm. back, you know, Featherston Rovers one year made it when I was over there. I think that was like in 91 or 92. And uh, they yep. were playing the great Wigan side of the day. Had no chance. 
absolutely no chance and went out and won. You know, so it's, it's, so would this be bigger than the Challenge Cup's the biggest tournament over there, like bigger than the Super League Cup? It's the be, it's the be, everyone wants a Challenge Cup. Whoever plays yeah, rugby league okay. in the UK, the Challenge Cup is the one you want. So you yeah. get to play at yeah. Wembley um, every year for that uh, that trophy, and it's basically one of the greatest games ever. They talk about is Hull versus Wigan, and it was Peter uh, Peter Sterling was a halfback for Hull, and Brett Kenny was the five eight for Wigan. And they were basically for Parramatta had won all the premierships back then. Mate, the game, you had James Lulloy, Fred Arcoy, Gary Kimball and Dana Hara, the Kiwis in the Hull side, um, along with Peter Bugden, who was a front rower. And for Wigan, you had Brett Kenny. Uh, I think it was San... Oh, who was the... Um, Chicka Ferguson. Remember Chicka Ferguson? Oh, yeah. Chicka Ferguson on the, the wing. Raiders. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, mate, the game went right down the wire. The tries, if you go on YouTube and look at that, the tries in that game mm. are insane. Absolutely insane. Awesome. Awesome. That's cool, man. Yeah, I, I remember I a great Challenge Cup story about Ellery Hanley, the great Ellery Hanley playing for Wigan. He'd torn his hammy and but wanted to play. So they, they needled him in the main nerve for that leg. So his whole leg was numb, but he, so he could play the Challenge Cup final. Yeah. That is crazy. He's a good, we should get Ellery on, actually. Clever. We'll get Ellery on, eh? <laughs> he's a, Can he's he a still good walk? Yeah, can he, he still work? Walk he's, he's from knee ligament? He can't feel it and then just probably <laughs> snaps it straight off the Whoa. ligament there? Whew, man, you think? They do breathe them tough in league, I must say, but whether you're tough or just dumb. What's, uh, what's the most is. injured you ever played? <laughs> what's the most injured you ever played, is um, Look, my knee, my knee in my last two years was pretty bad. I used to take anti-inflammatories quite a lot. And basically, I couldn't feel my knee. But afterwards, the week leading to a game was a hell of a process. I had to ice. I had to elevate. I had to massage to get all the fluid out. I had to take Celebrex, 200 meg, every day, a couple of times a day. It was so bad. Um, but you just didn't feel it. And But ooh, the week after, it was so sore. So sore. So probably just that, mate. Yeah, I was running on one leg basically, for uh, the last two years of my career, but not with a torn hammy. Give me a needle, please, Doc, and uh, we'll see how we go. That, I think that's pretty crazy. Anyway, lads, we'll shoot off. We'll come back. We've got plenty of messages coming through the temper bedpost text machine. And uh, who am I? Clue number three. In 23 years, as an active jockey, I won 12 NZ Jockey Premierships. So that is your final clue. Keep the answers coming up, and we'll announce that winner for that wellness pack at around 8 You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the home of big brand vitamins at the lowest prices every day.